0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of the Awakened Soul Podcast. It's your host CEO Hayes in the building. If you're a first time listener, make sure you go and follow the podcast at the Awakened Soul Pod or at Awakened Soul Pod, just depending on what platform you're looking for us on. You can also follow me at CEO Hayes. And on this week's episode of the podcast, um, we the discussion topic this week is comic-con 2019 i have a special guest her name is tommy uh we're going to be discussing everything coming out of the marvel panel um as well as some some other things around comic-con but the main chunk is about um the marvel announcements because as anyone who's been listening to this know long enough knows i'm a huge marvel fan a fan of the 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 movies the universe everything in it um Expect uh, expect me and Andrew Bella to probably talk about it too if I can get them on. I know we're both kind of busy, but nonetheless, so we have that. And then during the In the Minor Haze segment, uh, we have a discussion um, based around uh, black Trump supporters and how uh, some of his recent comments have kind of woken some of them up, so to say. So uh, we'll be discussing that in the, in the Minor Haze segment, but for the largest part, We'll just be discussing Comic-Con 2019. So it's a really geeky episode for all of my listeners. But um, I do want to say and make sure that everyone is aware that this coming up Saturday, so July 27th, we will be in Atlanta for the Love, Lust, and Badass so live show, our second live show. Um, it's going to be really exciting. I can't wait uh, to just bring that show to you guys and just uh, me and AJ's energy when we're in the room is amazing. So uh, we got a lot of things going on. Um, also... The team announced their second live show, so go and check them out make sure you um, get all the latest details on that. This podcast is a part of the Breaks Media, which is the premier black-owned media company uh, in in the world. So uh, we are just working out here. Um, so without that, with no, nothing left to say, no further housekeeping. I'm going to go ahead and let AJ take this one away, and I'll see you guys
1: right after. The following is a Breaks Media podcast.
3: this this go back comment hit a lot of us um, that support him. It hit a lot of us in the gut, I think. And I think that a lot of us of color, conservatives, who support the president, I talked to a lot of my friends and we're still trying to, to process. It just came out of left field. And this is probably one of the most, I don't know, one of the most controversial comments that ever came out of the White House. And so, I don't know, I'm still processing it myself. And I think that the president, is putting a lot of us in a very precarious situation, people that would have supported him. I think the president has a base, and he has a far right-wing base. And there's a lot of white nationalists, a lot of racists, um, a lot of anti-Semites in that base. And I feel as though the president has said, "Okay, well, I had a small margin of African-Americans, small margin of Latinos, small margin of LGBT. So what I'm going to do is I am going to have a PR strategy um, that is um, that's gonna uh, PR strategy that is going to rile up the base, and so I feel like a lot of us feel like, wow, like where where do we fit in, you know, anymore? Do we are we still welcome um, in this movement? Are we st- are people of color still welcome? So a lot of us are, are still reeling from that comment, and I will tell you, a lot of my friends um, that are black conservatives, um, a lot of them have um, jumped off the Trump train. Um, they've gone over to Kamala Harris's side. They've they've gotten involved in her campaign and also joe biden's certainly here in the commonwealth of pennsylvania the president uh, there's a lot of people that believed in him there's a lot of people that believed in him and i think that the president's got to understand that you know when he attacks colin kaepernick um, when he attacks um, lebron james steph curry you're attacking the very people that the people that you say that you're trying to reach look up to as role models and so i think that it's up to the president it's up to the president do you really want to have an inclusive campaign do you want to have an inclusive run? do you want to have an inclusive administration, or don't you?
0: Okay, so what you heard there was a African-American Trump supporter, um, as he said, a conservative, who, uh, after Trump's comments of go back, questioned where do they fit in in this movement? And my question to that is, where did you ever fit in in Trump's movement? Um, Trump's whole base has always been Uh, that elite group of people uh, of 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 Americans and um, in that higher class and I I I have said many times on here before um, what I feel and what I view as Trump's base being and my thing is is that I wonder where has that young man kind of been looking at to ask if the president wants to have an inclusive campaign where has he ever had a inclusive campaign or or a base or anything like that and i think that i don't know what it's been and i and and again um as you guys know i've had several political discussions on this podcast um my thing is is that what what did you expect i i i guess maybe that's just me this is exactly how i expected uh trump to come out against what quote unquote the good squad um and i think that uh, this, this it's are we paying attention? And it's funny as he attacks and makes comments like this, um, uh, against, against the good squad, uh, I believe his approval rating is the, uh, at a record high right now. So let that just sink in, um, with all these attacks, these racist comments, um, his approval rating is the highest that it's been. So let's, let's, what, what does that sit in your brain at? Um, because it's troublesome to have something that is complete attacking. And this is, and this has been one of those things that have always been with Trump supporters, the attacks on Twitter, the mob like mentality, um, the, the, the ganging up the attacks. And then the, Oh, well, I'm just, uh, then they throw their hands up when it's pointed and Oh, well, this is what I'm just doing. Um, the, the thing is, is that while the, his attacks, it seems like it of course it's rallying his base because this is what they want to see from the president. um it, it is also uniting Democrats um and and you know some Republicans are kind of getting uh uh touchy about this as well. and this is this is this is this has always been my issue is that the um the overt overt, overt racist comments um that come out. Uh, the the attacks on Twitter by the president, um, and and then the, my my question is now is that as this keeps going forward, how what's going to be the response? Um, we we the the Democratic Party right now seems to be so split, and you know is this like I, I just said this is this is going to rally some of them together, to hopefully to make different decisions to to get some of that bullshit out that they've even been dealing with, but where has and, and I, w- I would love to have a conversation with an African-American Trump supporter to kind of see what what in this in Trump's you know in, in the lead up to him becoming president in the lead up to this next campaign in this next election, where do you feel like you fit in that Because maybe it's something that I'm missing. but when I hear things like this and I hear the, the shock and the awe over the go back statements like it's it's this is this is this is what I expected. Um, when Trump was elected in 2016, um, he only got 8% of the black male vote, I believe. Um, and I would like to see, like, what it's going to be after this election, whether win-lose or whatever. But um, I don't know. I don't know. And when you when you go through um, all of the polls and everything right now, yeah, his approval rate is the highest that it is, um, even in in Democratic states um he's he's not being beat by that much so it's like what's 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 going on here um we'll see if this ends up paying off for him in the long run because yes he does have a base that he panders to as most politicians do i do want to make that clear most politicians of course panders to their base but With this this divisive type campaign, does this work the same way that it did in 2016? What has what how have the American people what how are they going to respond after being now in this country with Trump being the president for for almost four years? This is all like the leading up to this. And as Trump kind of goes all the way into his um, attacks uh yeah it's 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 gonna be interesting to see and it's i i I saw that video i immediately wanted to play it because you guys know i love the the conversation starters here um i want to have this conversation with you guys like i said any black trump supporters who are out there who want to chime in on this this is honestly and this isn't even to attack this isn't to to argue i would love to have that conversation and to see where do you guys think that you fit in um in, in 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 Trump's base, Um, just I'm I'm really interested by that. Like everything that 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 young man said in that video, I'm just sitting here like, well, why is this a shock to you? And when you hear that um, him talking to other conservatives and they're going over to other people's campaigns to help there, what, what does that now do going in and leading in leading into this next election? I know. This is The rest of this episode is going to be quite geeky, but I really wanted to have that conver- that that conversation, and I wanted to talk about it because I want to get that started. I would love to hear you guys' take on it. You guys already know where you can send that at. Um, you can email it, gmail.com. You can hit me up on Twitter, at me. I'd love to have this conversation. But we're going to go ahead, and we're now going to get into... What you guys came for, um, well, no, because I, I know you guys come for the deeper content, um, but we're going to have some fun. We're going to be talking about Comic-Con, so we're going to take a brief break, and we'll be right back after this.
1: Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Rangers. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ass Ash catch them in I
3: am the Eric J.
1: Only known as.
3: The Eric J.
1: And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports.
0: And it's your boy, K Harris, the gentleman, the gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's champion. Jabroni.
1: <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you. You ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before.
3: Damn straight. So
1: check us out every Wednesday. Get at us.
2: Now I could spend 90 minutes talking about what we've done. Or I could spend some time talking about what we're about to do. (laughs) Phase four of the MCU, the Eternals. Something entirely new, entirely different for the MCU, a group of immortals who've been on Earth for 35,000 years. They've been there amongst the MCU, we haven't met them before. This film is full Jack Kirby. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming to Disney's new streaming platform, Disney Plus. WandaVision, another mega event series we're doing on Disney Plus. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, but I want to leave you today with one more thing that I don't think has been rumored about. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, two-time Academy Award winner, Mahershala Ali. <laughs> Mahershala, it, it, looks like, it looks like you brought your own hat, Mahershala. You did? What is that? 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 (laughs) Thank you, Hall H. We'll see you next time.
0: Okay, so I uh, definitely wanted to talk Comic Con, and need one who's a big nerd. And, and this the, nowadays, Comic Con isn't just for nerds because there's so much different things that are announced there. But I did have to bring someone on who is just as into this stuff, if not more so than I am. Uh, you've heard her voice before uh, when we talked. Ooh, that was Captain Marvel, right? You reviewed Captain oh. Marvel together. Ah, and that is the lovely Miss Tommy's back in the building. What's going on? Hey, hey, hey!
1: <laughs> How are you, sir? I'm doing well.
0: I'm doing well. I can't complain. Can't complain. We got a lot of exciting things to get to. Uh, most of it Marvel, but I wanted to kind of stay off the the expected path because everyone expects me to talk Marvel. Uh, what was the biggest news out of Comic Con, not Marvel related, that has you, that has you excited?
1: Not Marvel related. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> well, I was excited for the. Um, the Witcher, they did a full cool yes. trailer for that
3: one. That looks great. And that
1: I'm really excited for. Okay. Um, so that was big for me. That's what, um, that's on Netflix. So I've been waiting on that one to come out. Um, what else, I mean, you know, I'm all about Marvel, so I really wasn't paying too much attention <laughs> to anything non-Marvel. <laughs> um, I did enjoy, I, I got a little bit of the uh, Game of Thrones um, panel um, which I'm a big Game of Thrones fan as well, and because I'm a big Game of Thrones fan, Game of Thrones fan, many of us were quite upset with that last season. So there was a lot of questions asked in that panel that didn't really satisfy us, but at least we got some answers. So. That was something I was into as well. Um, But, you know, me, I'm all about Marvel,
0: so. So, (laughs) I got to ask you about it because it is such a hot-button topic for so many people. Like, the Game of Thrones finale, what was most disappointing to you about that? Why did did you not feel like it was fulfilling as a fan?
1: Well, number one, it was rushed because the writers were really concerned with leaving this alone and going to go work on the Spider-Man movies, um, which... Also, I'm a Mar- Marvel fan, so of course, Spider-Man is my jam. But <laughs> it felt like you guys didn't need to sacrifice Game of Thrones to go and do that. And then they really just kind of forgot all of the storylines and, and character plots that they've built up over the last seven seasons. They just kind of just threw it to the wayside. It, it made me no sense the way it ended for a lot of characters. Um, and the biggest disappointment for, I think almost everybody was the death of Cersei. You know, she was the big villain of the whole series and for her to go out by some fallen rocks, that
0: was yeah. a bummer. That was some, tra- and the thing too, that's what disappointed me the most too. Like some of it is like, all right, look, I, I get that my expectations and what the writers did were going to be very different. Like it was never going to live up to my expectations, but I realized that going in but you didn't even like pay certain characters respect. Like Cersei as much as well as they built her up to getting her to the point of being this huge villain that we all hated to have her just go out by some rocks was terrible. Like some, yes. we needed to see somebody stab her. We needed to see that. Happen.
1: She deserved a much better death than that. Yeah. That was just a bunch of crap. And for her to go out crying and whining, that was just not Cersei. We you know she would have went out, you know, strong will to the end. And that was just a crap. So that really pissed me off.
0: <laughs> exactly. If anything, she would have went out, like still talking shit on her way down. Like
1: exactly.
0: I can't wait to the books release to see how differently the, how different the, it plays out in the book than uh, than the TV show.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm waiting on. I mean, the books are, um, they've already taken some some leeway with what was in the books versus what was in the show, um, but not so bad that you know you, all know about it. But I'm really hoping that, um, George puts out something that's way better than this crap because they just totally wasted the previous seven seasons with this last
0: one. So yeah. Yeah, it's bad. And then they got the prequel coming out. It's like, look, y'all didn't even get the end right. Like I don't want to hear nothing about no prequel. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh but you mentioned The Witcher too. So like The Witcher, are you a, a Witcher video game player or are you a book a fan of the
1: books? Mm-hmm. I've never even heard of The Witcher prior to the oh, buzz wow. that started coming okay. up for the Netflix um, movie, so I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Then I found out, you know, it was a game. I think it was a book too. Yeah, I think it
0: was a. Yeah, book. It was a series so, of books first before even the game.
1: So yeah, I'm not much of a gamer, but I'm a reader, so I'll probably go out and get the books and uh, get up on that before the movie actually comes out. Okay.
0: Now, uh, yeah. the last thing—it's Marvel-related, not MCU-related, though. Are you going to be playing <laughs> the Avengers game when it comes out? I am
1: playing the Avengers game. Okay. <laughs> do anything i'm
0: gonna be playing the yeah. <laughs> and i know there's been some, like some backlash over the character design which i understand especially you know coming off how great they look in the movies they could have just copied those designs but mm-hmm. since they the gameplay leaked, that gameplay looks awesome i gotta play the game like it looks amazing i don't see how like as a fan of marvel you can really head on that gameplay so i'm, I'm gonna be all in there day one i already got it pre-ordered and everything so <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not much of a gamer but when there's something that comes out that piques my interest i'm gonna join in for a little while at least so um same thing happened with like the new mortal Kombat. i'm like okay i gotta get in there because that's my classic jam so i need to see what it's all about <laughs> exactly. once i learn all the qualities and whatnot then i'm good like okay enjoyable
0: but
1: yeah <laughs> i'm definitely gonna be playing the avengers yeah
0: gotta play that but let's get to what we came in here for so for the first time in a while we didn't quite know what was coming next. We've always kind of known what's on the horizon after uh Spider-Man far from home came out. We didn't know what to expect. You know, of course we got some leaks about black widow and everything, but that all came to a screeching halt as phase four was announced at comic con this weekend. Um, I, I don't even know where to start. I, let, let, let's, let's just start with the slate itself. Anything. What, 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 in this slate stands out to you the most? Which one are you most excited for?
1: Uh, I think I'm most excited for right now is Blade. I'm definitely excited about Blade. Damn. Now, I love Hershala Ali. Everything I've seen him in, he's kilted. Even when he just had little small roles, he's kilted. So I'm excited for to see what he's going to bring the blade um i've never seen him do any hand-to-hand combat especially any martial art exactly so we well, we shall see what he can deliver on that end but i don't think we're going to be upset at all so i think it's going to be awesome yeah
0: acting wise i don't i, I, I have no problem with it. like i said i've never seen him in any action film if anyone who's listening to this knows of some smaller film he's done with some action that I haven't seen, please let me know so I can go check it out. But he definitely has the look. He has the acting ability. Um, I, you know, we trust Marvel for what they do and the respect that they give these characters. But the reason why this one stands out to me is because, I, I a, if they would have announced something with Blade, I would have thought it would have been, like, on Disney Plus or Hulu. Because, you know, they have the mm-hmm. Ghost Rider uh, series coming to Hulu. So I'm like, oh, okay, maybe if they do Blade, he'll – be on that so for them to announce a, a movie with him as the character is it just caught me so off guard in, in a great way so I, i'm really excited for this
1: right that's the, that's the same line of thinking that i was thinking that i thought they were going to do maybe just a show or something like they're doing with loki and hawkeye and um falcon and and um bucky so i'm like okay maybe i will just do a show but i'm like, it's gonna be a movie and knowing marvel is probably going to be a series of movies so i am excited for that um i'm also really excited for the new doctor strange because it's going to be a little more of a horror take. so yeah. with scarlet witch how-
0: being a prominent character in there which makes sense and that's one thing that marvel's used doing so well is that They've built out this world with so many different characters, and it's impossible to have every character have their own movie. So they have them pop up and every mm-hmm. every time a character pops up in another person's movie, it all it makes sense. And Scarlet Witch being in this with Doctor Strange just makes a lot of sense. And I'm really I can't wait to see the story they told. And they said that it was gonna directly pick up from what happens in WandaVision, which is a uh show that's gonna be on, on Disney Plus. So it's yeah. just yeah I'm, i can't wait to see how this all unfolds
1: yeah i'm excited for that um that's the uh, you mentioned that how how good marvel is about kind of segueing their characters in and out um that brings me to you know kevin peige said that he couldn't mention a whole lot about other movies like black panther 2 and um that they're going to be doing the fantastic four mm-hmm. and x-men I think Black Panther 2 is probably going to be where they introduce the Fantastic Four um, and Namor because he was supposed to be in there yeah. <laughs> the first time around, but he wasn't in there. But, you know, uh, uh, Black Panther started in Fantastic Boy, Four, yeah. so I think it's kind of a good way to segue them into that. So I'm excited to see who they do the casting for that. I'm ready. I'm ready for a good, a really good, appropriately done Fantastic Four movie.
0: Yeah, and I and I and I think we talked about that too, like because when we uh, it was a little bit after the that Marvel officially bought Disney, and uh, maybe this was just a conversation we had off of recording, but like I always thought Fantastic Four would be the first one that's introduced because it just makes sense, mm-hmm. uh, and it's also right. been the furthest one from having a movie, and um, there's a lot of different ways they can go about introducing. They can really introduce them in almost any other Marvel film, but there's mm-hmm. some like you said, in introducing them in Black Panther would be perfect, like. The way that I kind of, the my fan brain works is that Namor is the villain in Black Panther 2, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, T'Challa does some research. He needs to find someone who has information on uh, the Atlanteans. And that's where mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Fantastic comes in there. So we don't see all of them. We just get Mr. Fantastic.
1: Right. Yeah, and then, right. then the
0: sex way into its own movie. It's just, yeah.
1: <laughs> You almost be on the same wavelength right here. That's, that's exactly what I've been thinking. So,
0: and one, and one okay. thing that, that I wanted to say with with them casting who they casted as as Blade, it really kinds of the whole Netflix Marvel universe. Like the fact that he was cottonmouth in there and they're recasting him. Mm-hmm. It, I just I really think that they're gonna completely. ignore I still wouldn't mind seeing like Charlie Cox cast it as as Daredevil again when they're ready, um because he was a great Daredevil. But it it just really kind of highlights how that netflix marvel universe is for all intents and purposes is dead and i don't i don't think we're ever going to see any threads picked up in that for real because i think that now that they have disney plus these shows are really going to be intertwined in the i think there's not really going to be any separation i'm i'm expecting like uh falcon and the winter soldier to really be like a bunch of mini movies that are directly MCU related, more than just a TV show.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've already kind of uh, hinted at that with the whole WandaVision leading yeah. into Doctor Strange. So you kind of, you're going to have to watch these shows. Um, you just have to, to get the full sense of the marvel universe um it's not going to be just the movies you got to watch these shows as well wandavision loki show um hawkeye's getting his own show as well yeah. which i'm sure is probably going to have some segue in or out from the black widow movie so i'm excited i'm just ready for everything disney plus hurry up so i can download it oh yeah <laughs> i can
0: see you on <laughs> yeah the disney plus thing like that that's not even any cause i'm a huge star wars marvel like th- just those two things alone would have had me pay for the membership so i'm definitely in there um one thing that i want to so uh something that kind of caught you off guard but i'm going to answer this one first like saying Chi. i know that it's been rumored i not like i don't know much about the character this is not this is one of the rare characters i don't think i've ever read a Shang a, a shang chi uh comic book ever but what they did announce is that the actual Mandarin is going to be in this, which for cool. everyone who had problems with Iron Man three, and I still think that before we knew the twist, uh, it was the perfect Mandarin. Like that's he was perfect mm-hmm. menacing and everything. But to get the real Mandarin now, um, I'm really excited for this. I'm excited to see how like they're gonna kind of pay that off from the disappointment of Iron Man three. But what do you think about Shang Chi and the Mandarin and? Uh, question that I'm going to throw to you. Uh, do you think that this should have been an Iron Fist movie instead of Shang-Chi? If there wasn't a show, do you think this would have been Iron Fist?
1: It probably would have been Iron Fist, but I think the whackness of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they definitely killed that idea but um yeah when they said that we're getting the real mandarin i was like oh yes i am so ready mm-hmm. so that that was one thing that was definitely a surprise because a lot of the stuff i you know we had already got hinted at we already had some kind of inclination that was going to come about but that one was brand spanking new news for me and i was excited so okay. I we and- got some good stuff in the coming years
0: and what marvel's like, what they've earned and, like, the the comic book fans being huge, but also people who aren't huge fans of comic books, they're able to experiment, like, more than DC, really more than any other studio with some of the characters, like, the Eternals. I guarantee mm-hmm. you, the Eternals is probably going to be a huge movie, but it's just kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy. The mainstream doesn't know anything about the Eternals. Right. And right. so, exactly. um, them, them doing an Eternals movie, and with that cast, like, first of all, you got Sama Hayek and Angelina Jolie in the film. Mm-hmm regardless of who else you casted, you were going to get some attention right there from that alone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, they're not even the ones I'm excited about. I'm excited about Jeffrey Wright. Cause I think just yes. any role that he's ever did, he's just knocked it out of the park. Um, and he's so versatile and, you kind of forget that you're looking at Jeffrey Wright, but he's totally immersed in the characters that he plays. Um, so that's what was really exciting about about it for me. When I heard, so I'm, I'm sorry, not sound, Hayek, when I heard Angelina Jolie, I was like, eh, okay, whatever. Because yeah. <laughs> for me, we never really see those A-list actors like Angelina Jolie cast in these type of, any of the MCU movies, really. It's usually someone who's, you know, a little bit famous. We know who they are or someone who's trying to come back like Robert Downey Jr. with Iron Man, um, but never someone who's a full-on A-list superstar like Angelina Jolie. So um, when I heard of her casting, I kind of wasn't excited about it. I was like, <laughs> Oh, this is... Another play for money. <laughs> but with the rest of the cast that is on there um Tyree um what is this last name? Henry? Tyree Henry?
0: Yeah, it's Henry. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um,
1: Paperboy. Paper, no. <laughs> so I, Paperboy. Yeah. Like, oh okay. This might be interesting. But then when they said Jeffrey Wright, then I was I was like, okay i'm totally invested now i'm gonna be seeing this movie i was gonna see it anyways regardless you already know that but now i have a reason to go see it with uh jeffrey wright because he's gonna kill it period and jeffrey wright's
0: also like voicing the watcher in that what if Mm -hmm. animated series right yes yeah so that, that, and that's something, too. I know it's animated, but the fact that they're taking, like, MCU – like, it's all – they're getting people from the MCU to do the voice acting. I'm still really – in there's nothing on here that I'm not really excited for, honestly. The the thing that – if I had to pick something I wasn't as excited for is the Loki thing. I love Hiddleston as Loki, but the fact that they're, like, using it as as the alternate reality version of Loki from, mm-hmm. um, from Endgame, it's like – I don't. I don't know if I'm going to be as invested in that one until I see a trailer. Then I'm probably going to be fucking hyped for it. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel.
1: I feel like that. That's one that I'm excited for because I love Loki. I love Tom Hiddleston, and he too. He, I mean, Loki kind of put him on the map, but if you've watched some of the have some of his other stuff, he's an amazing actor as well. He kind of kills every role that he's been in. So I know Loki's going to be good. I mean, they're not going to set us up for anything disappointing, um, and I'm happy because when I first heard that they were going to do do some spinoff shows, I'm thinking, okay, that's going to be a Netflix situation, and I was not excited about that. But when they said, you know, they're doing Disney Plus, and it's going to be um, a branch off from the MCU, it's still going to be all part of the same universe. I said, okay, this is going to be good. So I know they're not. I know they're not going to disappoint us.
0: That, yeah that's the even 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 like my least favorite mcu movie still far heads and above most most films that i see so like what's your least favorite? thor the dark world oh
1: that's everybody
0: yeah i mean it just it really like and the thing is that because i went back and did a rewatch like before infinity war and i'm just watching it and i'm like really this is like the only if it wasn't for the ether being in there it's like the only one that I think you can take out of the MCU and not really affect anything.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: And yeah, it just, you know, and I, and it, that, that we'll get into that because that film is like what really made me not care if Natalie Portman wasn't in anything. But then they announced some stuff here and it's like, we'll talk about that before we because I may go on a rant there. So I want to kind of save that one. I want to talk about uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier which I feel like this should be titled Captain America and the Winter Soldier because we know Falcon is now Captain America. Anthony Mackie said that he's even tried on the, his Captain America costume and it looks great, which I can't wait for this show. But what do you think about this one? Are you excited for this one?
1: Not at all. What? <laughs> I think I've expressed to you before how I feel about it. It's not the fact that Falcon is becoming Captain uh-huh. America. Because we already knew that was That's already happened in the comics. I already knew that that was going to happen. But ever since I heard that Anthony Mackie was cast as the Falcon, I was disappointed because I knew that he was going to become Captain America. And I do not like Anthony Mackie as Captain America. I just don't like it. I'm so upset. And I was really hoping they were going to go the Bucky route with the movie, but they did not with Falcon. I'm like, eh. Okay. So I'm not excited about it at all. Um, so
0: is it is it anthony mackie his performance as falcon you just don't or just you don't like him as an actor
1: i like him and other stuff i do not like him as an action hero and it's because he didn't do anything to particularly stand out in that role you know i know he started out as a side character but you can shine as a side character. You can, mm. you know, he kind of just stayed in that side character role. There was nothing fantastic about his performance. There was nothing, for me as a fan watching, there was nothing that made him the person to pick, to pass the mantle to. You know, I'm like, there wasn't stopping into nothing. <laughs> like he really didn't do anything outstanding to me. So I'm just like, Ugh, that is, was not the route to go. <laughs> you know, wow. So, I, I enjoy an Anthony
0: Mackie. You make a good point. Cause like really the standout thing that Anthony Mackie's done in the MCU was the fight with, Ant- with Ant-Man. And I don't even remember that, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that. That tells you that wasn't that great. Oh, I, I just, I just, he just doesn't do it for me. I feel like, cause originally, um, uh, Michael B. Jordan went out for Falcon. I think he would have did a much better oh, job, but then he wouldn't have had him as you know Killmonger. So then we probably would have had
0: Anthony Mackie as Killmonger. And then imagine how that would have been
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> failure of a movie. Um, I just, I just really didn't like him as Falcon, and I just. I mean, there's really nothing that he did to stand out or make that role shine like he should have, um, which was kind of an argument I had with someone else a long time ago where we were talking when Black Panther was getting ready to come out. And i like, you know, this is our first Black superhero. We haven't had any Black superheroes. And someone jumped in and they're like, well, what about Falcon? He's been in the movie the whole time. Well, he ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't it. And I say that having a Falcon. Uh, <laughs>
0: i think too that uh i'm excited for this one too because of bucky and the thing i kind of have the problem that you have with anthony mackie with bucky i think that well winter soldier and civil war but really civil war was like three years ago at this point he really hasn't done got a chance to do anything and i think sebastian stan is a great actor i'm glad Mm -hmm. to see like him hopefully get more of a prominent role but i really would like to see i was hoping that he was going to get the captain America mantle just because i think he if if And this is a TV show, but if they were to make another Captain America film uh, with either Anthony Mackie or or Sebastian Stan, I'd rather see Sebastian Stan in that role, personally. Yeah,
1: That's that's what I was hoping for from the beginning of time. Um, But like you said, I mean, uh, Winter Soldier was awesome. Civil War was awesome. And they built up his character so that I thought he was going to have a more prominent role or do something more than what he did in the Infinity War and Endgame and where they kind of placed him as just a little side piece character like they had been doing Falcon. So mm-hmm. um, they really should have did more with his character, I felt. But it is what it is, you know. They can't satisfy us all. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but uh, we shall see. Um, I'm not excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I'm going to watch it anyway.
0: Okay. <laughs> we're, we're because... gonna. And that's the thing at this point, Marvel, we're going to watch it. Like, that's and. Yeah. You know, and I hope, and the thing is, as long as Feige's in charge, I have no doubt that the qualities are going to stay because he's he's such a fan of these characters in the comics, and he wants to pay respect. The moment that he, like, steps down and they get, like, some normal exec that just worries about the bottom line and making money, that's when I'm going to start worrying about the MCU. Um, yeah. But as long as Feige's at the head, I'm not going to worry about it at all until he fails me. Um but okay, so because I, I know we're pro- probably both going to go on a mini rant with Thor, so I'm trying to I'm trying to save that off for the last. Wanda Vision. Uh, we talked about uh, Wanda before and her being in the Doctor Strange and how this is supposed to play directly into that. Um, this is one of the ones that are that I'm really intrigued for the story more than anything because. Vision died, and they didn't even, like, give any hints to Vision coming back in Endgame like I thought that they would. Um, I know that in Infinity War, uh, Shuri was, like, seconds away from being able to move his consciousness over uh, before Mm -hmm. Thanos got to him. So we don't know if enough of that was saved. But how do you think Vision comes back into this uh, story, and are we going to get any type of no more mutants type thing in here where she wills him back into existence like she kind of did with some stuff in the comic books?
1: um okay so two things they kind of changed her origin story a little bit so technically she's not a mutant because they could use that in mcu before they acquired disney and all that good stuff um so i don't know if that's going to play into it but from what i've read it's, it's going to be you know scarlet witch dealing with her feelings after losing vision. So, I don't know if she's going to maybe partner up with someone to kind of recreate him. Hopefully, there was some little bit that we missed. Like you said, I'm sure he was you know, so close to rem- moving his consciousness over. Um, hopefully, we'll see something like that. Um, I would really like to see vision come back. I was hoping that that would happen, um, but I didn't know how they were going to make that happen. Um, but it also could lead a little bit into the Loki series because Loki is in a different, you know, multiverse. Mm -hmm. Uh, Loki died before the snap. He came back. (laughs) So I'm envisioning that in his world, in his universe, vision is still around somewhere and we can somehow pull him Pull him into where Wanda's at. <laughs> Let's make it happen. I don't know. I'm interested to see how that goes. Like, if I'm interested in, in the storyline on that one, um, Scarlet, which is not one of my I don't dislike her character, but she's not like one of my favorite characters, you know. So I think we I,
0: need more time with her. I'm sorry? I, said, I think we need more time with her. Yeah, she's not one of my yeah. favorites either. There's a lot of potential left there, but I just think, you know, after, of course, uh, the second Avengers movie, her and Pietro were in it a lot, and then Civil War she was in it uh they they fleshed out her vision but really we haven't got a lot of time with her since she's like become a good guy and developed her powers and i would like to really see that um and kind of my theory on this is like we know this feeds into dr strange and the multiverse um i think by the end of end of that movie by the end of dr strange we not only get quicksilver back but vision back um maybe yeah. they pull they, they pull quicksilver in for one of the multiverses because now that the x-men are there and magneto hopefully comes like we we they they have a lot that they could do uh, maybe we find out that they were mutants and they just somehow aw- awoken their, their mutant gene uh or whatever but i think they, they have to bring quicksilver back in a way and i think that it's going to happen in the dr strange movie at least i'm hoping so yeah yeah i
1: would i would love to happen i'm excited I'm excited am excited. You brought both X-Men again, so I'm excited for that as well. Um I'm really eager to see the casting on that. I really hope that they don't try to do Dark Phoenix again. <laughs>
0: it, like, easily. They have to wait 10 years before they try to do the Dark Phoenix story again.
1: I think they just need to leave that that alone because it was it was a good a little run in the comic but when each time they've tried to bring the dark phoenix story onto the big screen it has just been a hot ass mess yeah. they don't rewrite to begin with i'm just not i'm just not into it i hope they pick another story segue into
0: X-Men. When they do x-men again would you rather see the x-men as teenagers or as adults
1: um i would like to see them as adults i mean i grew up with them as adults you know the biggest when they were grown um the only teens that we had were through jubilee and i can't even think of other people i i want grown adult x-men Me too.
0: i would like to see kind of how like the 90s cartoon kind of just jumped us into that world i want to see that like something like that i don't want this whole like the exact opposite they did with spider-man how they want wanted spider-man to stay in high school and stuff let's do the exact opposite of that with and i loved it for spider-man before x-men i kind of rather jump into that first movie they're already a team they've been a team for a while and introduce us to them kind of in the middle of already living instead of doing a whole origin all over again
1: yeah same same thing with um Fantastic Four. We don't need the origin story. We know how they got their powers. We know all of that. Let's just jump into the team. It's fully fleshed out. We know who they are, we know what they're doing. Let's go fight some enemies. I don't, mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to do another origin story. And I think that was one of the good things that they did with Spider-Man. We didn't have to go through the origin story yeah. with him again. He was already Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, we know how he got there. We know the whole Uncle Ben story let's just jump into it so i think that's going to be good for them to do with x-men and with fantastic four all right
0: let's let's talk about this thor love and thunder (laughs) (laughs) so while i'm i'm excited taika Waititi's coming back because he got the character right i'm excited chris Mm -hmm. hemsworth excited tessa thompson i'm even i don't mind natalie portman coming back but Natalie Portman's coming back and at some point in this movie she's going to become the female version of Thor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's my issue. Natalie Portman in these Thor movies has been one of the most wooden actresses in all of the MCU. I, I there's there's nothing about her like her character is supposed to be like this world renowned what like physicist or whatever and she just comes off as like this goofy high school girl and she's just retarded. And if they bring Darcy back too, I'm really gonna be pissed off. Like I don't want to see Darcy her assistant back either. But they're going this route of making her Thor. And you know, me and you've kind of talked about it. I said that I at least I hope like maybe she just becomes Thor for a scene to help to help at the end of the movie. That's okay. But they're really selling this thing and I just I'm just worried that Hemsworth is going to be minimalized even further. Uh, I hope he's not fat Thor anymore. And I swear, if this, if the ninety percent of this movie is Natalie Portman be flying around kicking ass, I'm gonna have some serious issues with it. She doesn't even have like the physicality to play a god of thunder. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're gonna do that. I really think it's gonna be a quick five minute scene where some strange magic happens and she becomes female Thor just to give a nod to the comic book, um, and then we move on from that. So that's what that. I mean. That's what I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood because I can't do a whole movie of Natalie Portman as Thor. Um, I'm not a fan of the comic. I just it just was not my thing. I was like, who? who why do we need this? Yeah. <laughs> why do we need female Thor? There's other Asgardians that you could make a comic book about that are female characters if that's what you want to do. We don't need a female Thor. Um, my thing is the whole that I have an issue with is the whole love portion of it. The storyline is supposed to be the fact that they're trying to find um, a queen for Valkyrie now that she's the new king of Asgard. So I'm like, "Mm, I don't... This is weird. This is, yeah, strange. I don't like any movies that are supposed to be, you know, superhero action where the focus is on a romantic relationship. Like, we ain't got time for that.
0: Where (laughs) is Sif? Like, why, why are we bringing Natalie Portman back? Why can't we bring Sif back? Is <laughs> and, 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 and I know some people are going to hear this and try to think, like, well, he has a problem with a female playing Thor. I don't at all. Like, Valkyrie becoming Thor, I'm cool with. Sif becoming Thor, I'm cool with. Freaking Jessica Jones becoming Thor, I'm cool with. It's just Natalie Portman. I just can't i don't want to see it at all like and
1: i report how i feel about anthony Matthews. exactly exactly
0: <laughs> like it just reminds like I, that scene in venom where we got female venom i'm hoping that that's really all this equals to right i'm hoping it's something right. like that like she just like somehow thor gets his power drained she comes flying in and we're like who's kicking all this but it's her she gives the power right back up like let's let's just get a good scene in
1: quick and simple that's that's all I need in my life just just a little nod to the comic book a nice little fanfare like oh that was an enjoyable scene now uh Thor take your hammer back and get to
0: (laughs) and then the love like love being in the title I'm just like
1: yeah that, that instantly turned me. I was like, what is this? I don't... Maybe, like, you know what? Man. Who's the maybe. goddess
0: of love in the Greek mythology? Maybe that's what it is. Is um, there a goddess Aphrodite. of love? Oh, Aphrodite. Yeah. So yes. may, maybe that's what it is. Maybe Aphrodite pops up. Let's hope.
1: Okay, okay, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: just, I'm really being hopeful.
1: <laughs> really all love and beauty like they play her up to be. Maybe she's totally evil. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Maybe yeah. we'll see. But um, yeah, I'm not for the romance. I'm not for female thor oh i'm not for natalie portman thor
0: yeah that's, that's, that's all it is
1: the sith movie i'd be all for it like yeah. i could sit through an hour and a half two hours of that because sith kicks ass natalie portman no it's <laughs> just no <laughs> it's not gonna work
0: i can't wait to see i, I'm, I mean they it, i'm interested in like how this is all gonna play out to see like and who knows? Most of the, my problems may go away seeing the first trailer. I, I don't know. But it's just, as of right now, with everything that's kind of come out from it, it's just, I love Chris Hemsworth, the store. I really do. I loved Ragnarok. I think they finally got him right in Ragnarok. Infinity War, he was great in Infinity War. I love that he finally got powered up. I wasn't as happy what they did with him in Endgame, uh, that they used him strictly for comedy. But we'll see. I'm just, I'm just really interested to see what they do here. Um, but there were some movies that were announced but don't have official dates. So they did announce um, Captain Marvel 2 is going to happen. Black Panther 2 is going to happen. Um, and he mentioned X-Men Fantastic Four. What I'm surprised about is that we're not going back to Wakanda until at earliest 2022 because this took us to the, the – the Phase 4 takes us to the end of 2021. I'm just surprised that yeah. they waited They – they're going to wait that long to – have something set in Wakanda. Like, even if they didn't want to do Black Panther if kind of Chadwick's schedule didn't work out, I would, I was kind of expecting us to have some one of these Disney Plus shows to be set in Wakanda, like maybe a Shuri show. Like, I'm surprised that we didn't get that.
1: Yeah. Um, I really thought we were going to get a Shuri show too. Um, maybe even a Shuri cartoon or something. Man. Um, but I, I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll have to wait and see what, what they have played out for us. Um, I was really hoping that after, after Endgame, after Spider-Man Far From Far From Home, that we were going to jump back into Black Panther. Yeah. Um, that didn't happen. So 2022, that's far out. But I, my my thinking is this: it's far out because they want to perfect it and get it right. So yeah. <laughs> rather than take their time and not rush it, and it'd be a bunch of crap, um, <clears throat> especially if. Now that they've announced the whole Fantastic Four piece And like me and you both said We're hoping that's going to be kind of the segue into that um, With Black Panther So hopefully that's what will happen And that's why they're just taking their time with it Um, I would be really disappointed if they made us wait all this time And then it wasn't up to snuff So we shall see
0: Yeah, and so this is the first phase with no Avengers movie at all uh, no new Avengers, no nothing um, in Phase 4, which I, I'm I'm kind of more excited about because it's like, all right, so what's going to be the overarching thing? Because you know they're going to have to introduce a villain that's kind of going to be overarching over the next couple of phases. Um, Black Panther 2, of course, I'm excited about. It. That goes without saying. I'm interested to see coming off the backlash of Captain Marvel, coming off her not being mu- much in Endgame, as people expected that she was going to be, what they do with this character because they've really made her overpowered, in my opinion, to where it's like, like, what she has to like fight Galactus or Silver Surfer in the next one. Like, because at this point, like, she they've made her so powerful that like just a normal yeah. villain isn't going to do anything for her. Um, but I mean, come on now, Blade, a, a fantastic four, gotta be, gotta be the one I'm most excited for <laughs> completely,
1: yeah, most definitely. Um, I, I, I wasn't excited for Captain Marvel to begin with, <laughs> not giving her any excitement for Captain Marvel too. I was really, uh, I don't say disappointed, but it was like, again, back to my fact of what was the point of even introducing Captain Marvel? when she really didn't do anything in Endgame. I mean, yeah. she was at the beginning for five minutes, and then she showed up at the last second to just basically be a two-second distraction. That was it. You know, they both yeah. her up as the big dad who was going to really take down Thanos, and she did nothing. I mean, a waste. A waste of a character altogether. So, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not excited after Marvel whatsoever. <laughs> But I am. I do want to see how that's going to play into um, the end credit scenes for Spider-Man: Far From Home when we saw that yeah. you know uh, Telos has been va- vacationing up. <laughs> in outer space somewhere like okay how long have you been up there (laughs) have you been fake Nick Fury all this time and all these other movies or what what, what, what's going on I need to see what that that leads to and that's possibly going to be the answer that we get in Captain Marvel 2 so that's the only thing that I'm looking forward to um is finding finding that out so
0: no Nova I was expecting Nova no Nova Guardians of the Galaxy 3 like
1: we were supposed to get a Nova Corps movie. Yeah. I mean that's, that's what they led us to believe. Uh, I, I
0: think Nova though, like dep- like I'm waiting to see these Disney Plus shows. And, like the production quality of it. I know, like we got a trailer for uh, the Star Wars show. I can't remember the name of it now, but and it looked like it really does look like a movie. Um, I wouldn't mind Nova Corps being a. Uh, tv show like that would be a perfect disney plus show because you can kind of have your episodes and a bunch of seasons of us just spending with nova if they are, are willing to put the money into keeping that show the quality where, where it would need to be that would probably be an interesting show so um maybe they go that route with it um so is there is there anything that that wasn't announced that you were kind of hoping to be announced on, on this in this uh comic con um not
1: necessarily that it wasn't announced well i was hoping that we would have a, a movie announcement for either X Men or Fantastic Four, yeah, like a date. Like it, yeah, yeah. a date. It's been cast. We're ready to go into production. All of that good stuff. That didn't happen. Um, so that was a little disappointing. But at least we know it's on the way. There's no more rumor of it happening. They they basically let us know it is coming. So i was excited about that. Um. Yeah. No. There's there's nothing that I was disappointed in nothing that i was hoping for that i didn't get um i think because there was stuff that i wasn't aware of that they announced that kind of took over everything else so the okay. whole mint thing really piqued my interest to the fullest though and blade so i was happy yeah the, yeah, the blade <laughs>
0: made it all worth it Like, let's just be honest like if they if they would have came out and announced like black widow the Eternals doctor strange and then waited and announced blade with nothing else it would have still made all this worth it uh, we just got every, everything else is just like extra cherries on top um uh, man I, I i is there anything left that you kind of want to talk about that we haven't touched i No, we didn't talk much about black widow um because i, I my excitement for that is kind of because we know where the story ends and I'm, with prequels i'm always kind of one of those things where it's like i, I know it's going to be good but i don't get as up about it i'm glad taskmaster is going to be in it but it's like this should this should have came out before like this
1: i'm really really hoping that we get less action hero-y stuff with black widow and more of the espionage, espionage part yeah i i really envision black widow being like red sparrow that was that's what i'm hoping for (laughs) i really black widow should have
0: happened last phase instead of captain marvel like it would have made more sense there but i digress
1: yeah that's and that's where i thought we were going with it i thought we were going to be black widow and then they announced captain marvel i was like nobody wants captain marvel (laughs) (laughs) who's asking for this but yeah we shall see i'm i'm um i'm really hoping they play up the espionage part of it um so i'm excited for that little bit of it
0: okay um well that's it i don't have anything I, I do have a question for you what's your favorite storyline going on in the comics right now
1: um i'll be honest i have not actually read any of the latest comics it's been uh probably a year I've been trying to keep up with the movies. <laughs> what's going on? But I have nothing. I don't even know what's going on currently in the storyline of the comics. But I know we got some new X Men mutant comics coming out, and I'm gonna be right on top of those.
0: Exactly. So yeah, now that Marvel owns everything, it, the the thing that I will say, rather than talk about specifics, I think Marvel Comics now they're starting to integrate or kind of make it mirror the movies a little too much, and it's mm-hmm. like I like I like those two worlds being different and i get it mcu's huge but i i kind of like i i like being able to watch the movie and it be completely different from the what i was reading in the comics and that that's that's a little bothersome for me but i know most people don't care about that that's just a me thing
1: i don't i don't like to know what to expect so i like that they differ a little bit i like that they kind of um mash up some of the characters um to make it something new and if you are a comic book reader then you know the nod that they're trying to give you know versus people who are just casual viewers and whatnot but i like that i don't want it to be the comic books are now taking their lead from the movies yeah. I like them to just stick to their own thing, so it's it's still new entertainment.
0: Okay, Fair enough. yeah. Well, ma'am, that's it. We're done. I'm gonna let you go. Uh, <laughs> tell the people where they could follow you and and talk to you about anything geeky and all that good stuff.
1: Anything geeky, you can find me at on IG at Tommy Dearest. That's T-O-M-I-E D-E-A-R-E-S-T Geek Extraordinaire. I take it all. Harry Potter, Star Wars, MCU, you name it
0: come talk to me about it <laughs> fair enough well, you guys know where you can follow me this has been another episode of the Awakening so we are out peace